Welcome to the Just Plain Mental Podcast. We're in a new home at Balance Better in Akron, Ohio. You can find us at ohiobalance.com. But some things remain the same. I'm still not okay, and neither are you, but hopefully we're still working at getting a little better. I'm still Tom, and still your host, and still going to be as plainly and at times brutally honest as possible. To that end, we'll use all kinds of words, even nasty ones, when they best fit the topic, and, but I will happily provide a version without those words for those with a more sensitive constitution, or ears. I promise to lie to you without remorse about anyone we've met professionally to protect their privacy, and will forever endeavor to do so. As always, this podcast represents the opinions of the host and the guests of the show, and not their places of business. The content here should not be taken as professional advice, it's here for your information. People are entirely too complex and unique, so you must consult a live healthcare professional for any questions that may arise. We make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, and to that end, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. There will be errors. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Hope you hear something worth your time meaning it actually serves some purpose in your life. So let's see what happens. Okay. So somewhere in the middle of the last thing I was yammering on about, oh, about being mad, uh, I mentioned Gordon Ramsay's hysterics on TV. You know, I remember first seeing him on an actual documentary uh, about his potentially becoming the youngest chef ever to achieve a three Michelin-starred restaurant and just inch past his mentor, Marco Pierre White. I'll tell you, there were a lot of hysterics then, and I kind of enjoyed them, having worked with some high-tension professionals with unbelievable standards and a drive to be the best, or at least sound like them. Uh, The thing that made me laugh when I mentioned his name last time was that I'm under-convinced of its reality anymore, but what it reminded me of for this was a different topic. And I don't know what he's overcompensating for, But I've never seen a super successful middle-aged dude with as much going on for him feel such a need to tell everyone about his Lambo or Bugatti or Maybach or whatever in the world he happens to be discussing at the moment in terms that are simply fucking ridiculous. Especially when sometimes you have no choice but to drive the Pinto. His incessant hyperbole makes my brains ache. Uh, I promise myself, and I now promise you, I will not attempt a terrible Ramsey impersonation. But if I slip into it, I apologize. Regardless, I don't know how many more times I could stomach a sentence, starting with something along the lines of, Now what we have here is the most exquisite chicken breast on God's green earth. We're seasoning it with, enter sponsored product's name, with spectacularly flaked crystals of amazing salt Mother Teresa would have murdered for. Notice how I'm distributing said gorgeous salt with the most gracious and gentle flexing of my fingertips, each one more limber and becoming than the principal dancer of the Bolshoi. Side note, is it just me that finds it particularly strange that for a while the most famous cooking personality in our country was famous for bouncing salt off of his forearm. I'm really not sure what any of that was. Um, But anyways, back to Gordon and hyperbole. Um, My custom chef Gordon Ramsay boning knife, available from the unprecedentedly exceptional retailers on our perfect website, is more miraculous 
than anything ever forged in the fires of Nidavalir or Svartalfheim. This sharpened steel of the gods makes an incision of Beverly Hills plastic surgeon to the Kardashians would admire with envy. I'll wager chickens are lining up at farms to be dismantled by knives just like this one. Incredible. I would tell you about my new line of pans, but it would literally make your head explode. Ugh. Okay, uh, that's enough. Uh, how do you know it's the most amazing chicken? Did you take core samples from every fucking chicken on the planet? It seems as though there is nothing left in the world that is not the singular quintessence of what each and every human being would picture in their mind as perfection. I suppose the same is true of what dogs picture too if you watch those commercials. Now I know this is going to be hard to hear. Not everything is the best. I think that's the smartest thing anyone ever said. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Uh, the Science Channel tells me, but now we know what happened 400 million years ago. No, you don't. It's science. You're the Science Channel, not the Science Channel. What you know is a hopefully better guess based on new science and theory, but still tragically limited and flawed science and theory. You don't know shit. You can't even buy normal food anymore. It's extreme or flavor blasted. And I don't know. In my experience, very few extreme offerings taste extreme at all. Although I do think we could agree that those trolley commercials seem to be more about getting you to stop doing shrooms than buying candy at all. I have no idea what's going on there. Uh, how do we get people to watch the news? Tune in tonight at 11 to learn about the hidden and lethal danger hiding in your home that is trying to kill your children. <gasps> so you tune in and, oh, it's a knife. Don't let your kids stick a knife in their eye, got it. <laughs> Especially don't let your kids stick a knife in their eye if it's Chef Gordon Ramsay's Melinger Chicken Dismemberer. Only $39.99 for a limited time. We'll make you cook just like Chef Ramsay. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I hope for real and for true that you do have some actual amazing things in your life. But I also hope they are enough that you don't feel a need to polish every turd in your life to the finest bullshitty sheen to try to convince people that don't matter that you are living your best life. I know people who are pretty close to living at least what seems to me their best lives. And I have yet to hear about them lying about being a billionaire Although they probably already have a $900 million, so. But uh, none of that is the focus of their quote-unquote best life. None of them are dependent on the number of followers on their social platforms or paying for fake ones. I think there are a million things more important than a billion dollars. These people appear to be focused on those things. Their growth and the growth and well-being of the people around them. Real self-actualization. Not that you have an appreciation of aesthetics, but that your life continues to improve, and that improvement is shared with the people around you or even the people who just encounter you. That's a worth that you can't even trick Forbes into splashing across the front page. It's meaning and purpose that is actually evidenced through the people and world around you. On the occasions you actually pull it off, not only do you sleep easily, no one can ever take it away. Plus, there's no direct metric like likes or followers or sales or viewers or whatever else to foster competition. 
Your only competition is yourself and who you were yesterday. Your ability to overcome your challenges. Your capability to self-motivate when you have every reason to stay in bed. The ability to practice the difficult art of sorting through the ugly and finding that redeemable space in a broken society filled with every brand of cruelty and inspiring something better in both yourself and that world. Now, hear me clearly. I am not preaching from the mountaintop. This is not a come join me on Mount Awesome. I mean, I have moments, but I have other kinds as well. And it's so fantastic at the top, I'm often confused why I don't try to achieve it more often. Why I so easily succumb to lesser traits or I'm consumed by things like pride or conceit, only to realize how cheap and counterfeit the outcome turns out to be. I should probably add lazy in there while I'm thinking about it. Uh, I guess that's my hope for you, my prayer for you that you experience those soul-filling, life-sustaining moments where we transcend who we are into what we can be, and that you have enough of them you don't need to fill the sham internet app world with exaggerations or fabrications. Uh, while I was thinking about this, Saving Private Ryan happened to come on my TV, and that moment at the end where the character is confronted with the headstones of the lives lost and confronted with the words of Tom Hanks's character saying, uh, and well, he says to Tom Hanks's character, uh, kneeling at the headstone, every day I think of what you said to me on that bridge. I've tried to live my life the best that I could. I hope that was enough. I hope that at least in your eyes, I've earned what all of you have done for me. And then he asks his wife, tell me I lived a good life. Tell me I'm a good man. And he hears from her, you are. Uh, if you don't know why that kicks me in the lower soul, listen to the podcast about dads, more death, grief, and, and healing. Uh, I still carry tremendous debt. Uh, but geez, paying your debt, you get such fantastic payoff. Seriously, try it. Holy shit, if you did that on a regular kind of daily basis, how awesome would that be? And if this little chat reminded you to step out again, I would even have done a tiny part myself. Too cool. Uh, please do it. If not for you, do it for me. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Well, that was fun. Uh, there's really nothing else to say but thanks. Uh, I know how valuable your time is and absolutely appreciate your sharing some with us here. Uh, check us out at ohiobalance.com. And remember, if your day or your month or at this point, the entire decade is going to be mental, it might be worth keeping it just plain mental. Thanks again.